Hello. Hello. Ah, we can hey. hear you. <laughs> it works this time. Yay. Can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Amazing. So, hello from Saskatoon. Hello from Italy. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of When Opportunity Knocks, a Triple H production. So, what's Happy up, Friday. You guys? It's Thursday. It's Friday. It is Thursday right now. Podcast night. It's Friday. It's Friday in Italy, I guess. <laughs> it is 5 a.m. here. It is 9 p.m. here. <laughs> oh my. We're sitting on the rooftop waiting for the sun to come up, drinking cappuccinos. Well, wait a minute. If the sun isn't there and the sun isn't here, where is it? Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna guess it's over China. <laughs> That was just all a big conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) It's underneath us. We're actually living under a dome, and that's just a light that they move around every once in a while. (laughs) I fucking knew it. (laughs) So, what are we talking about today? (laughs) Well, I think how uh, the conversations brought up about different places in the world where the sun is maybe we should talk about traveling and answer some of these tough questions (laughs) (laughs) where does the sun go at night (laughs) well we already answered that china (laughs) next (laughs) i think uh i think traveling is amazing tool to really open up your mind and maybe it'd be nice if we all uh just kind of expanded on that Sure. Paul, I know that you you've done a lot of traveling in your time, and yeah, uh, yeah. clearly you, you're an out of the box thinker, and uh, you're really not limiting yourself. So what? No. What you... Did you did, did you want me to start? Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. Thank you. Um, yeah. For every time that I've ever traveled, I uh, I seem to. I mean, I'm already out of the box kind of guy that wants to travel and do and see pretty much everything that I possibly can when I do go out and travel and do the things. But I find that whenever you leave your place of living or what's your residence, you, you kind of, you open up your mind to a whole bunch of different things and it not even just people, it's just ideas that's, that are out there that you would normally not be, um, you wouldn't be open to or you wouldn't be uh you wouldn't you wouldn't see you wouldn't see these ideas you wouldn't see the businesses you wouldn't see uh you wouldn't see a lot of different things but now that if you travel you're gonna you're gonna go out and you're gonna see everything that you uh that you've never seen before so you're opening up your mind and that's what i like about it that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, I completely agree. One of the reasons we came to uh, Rome here was because of the architecture, the amazing architecture, going back two thousand years, and uh, that just that really intrigued us. Because, um, well, as you know, I'm I'm sure the listeners know too. You know, home building. It's especially in Canada. It's pretty limited uh, as far as like. Uh, building goes because everybody's doing these uh just like cookie cutter homes these uh prefabbed homes um 
and they're really all the same. You look down a street nowadays and like you see 20 of the same houses and it's really out of the box build. Yeah, exactly. You know, so we're seeing these Roman arches, we're seeing pillars, we're seeing crown moldings that aren't, I've never seen them in Saskatoon. That's for sure. (laughs) You know, and already I've, and Ange, we've both uh, just looked around and felt inspired immediately, you know, and it's, I, I'm certain if I wouldn't have traveled here, I wouldn't be thinking of the things that I am now that I want to bring back home with me. Before you even left, I knew that was the thing that you wanted to really take a close look at. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I mean, like, man, and they reuse here, too. Like, they, they take their building materials from 2,000 years ago and they put them into something new, well, new-ish, 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now they're even taking the 200 years ago structures, taking some of these, like, granite slates or the... the uh, um, what what were the, some of those other materials? Oh, like marble and quartz. And- mm, the quartz, yeah. They're taking these materials and putting them on to uh, to to newer structures to make them look, you know, pleasing to the eyes. Get that nice curb appeal. And like the Vatican over there, they oh my god, man, <laughs> this is this is unreal. Yeah. Everything in there is pristine. It looks like it's flawless. In a time when things were filled with flaws, <laughs> it's amazing, you know. That's yeah, very that's cool. Another great thing, especially about uh, Rome and and Europe itself, when traveling, is just like the history. Like we we went on a tour of the Colosseum and went through a bunch of different histories and like things that had happened there, and even the building of it and how long it took. Like these things are so long ago, and then you think about Canada which is where we're from, obviously. And it's so new. Like, mm. our civilization is so new. All of our stuff is so new. And so, it just, like, you see that we have so much growth yet to do. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to be, to feel like 2,000 years from now, we can be, mm-hmm. people will be talking about things that we've built, that we've done mm-hmm. in this time. So, that's kind of exciting. I like the history of it all. It's amazing. And honestly, I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of people that knows about what's going on in Canada with indigenous and first nations. And I'm an indigenous uh, citizen and it's, it's, uh, it's very conflicting for me. And that was another reason why I wanted to come to Rome. Um, Cause what the church is, you know, this, there's a huge, huge ordeal happening right now with, with uh, the churches in Canada and finding these uh, bodies of children, which is terrifying and mortified. And like, it's, it's hard to think of. So, you know, you want to see both sides of everything. So when I came here, you know, we got a tour guide for the Vatican that was uh, kind of a neutral, a neutral ground lady. She, she was like a, she believed in, buddha yeah she was a buddhist yeah she was a buddhist so she she didn't hold back and she was very knowledgeable about like the scandals and the the things that aren't really talked about but you can clearly see in the building of these uh like in the structures um 
uh, even even the the paintings and everything, they all tell a story, and the story is pretty conclusive with what everybody else has been saying in Canada, and it makes me very conflicted about my religion. I, I grew up as a, a Roman Catholic, and it's it's very hard for me standing where I am and knowing what they've done. It's uh, chokes me up. I don't want to get all sappy here, but <laughs> that was just another reason. And I see, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have felt the way I do right now if I didn't get out of my comfort zone and make it here and do some digging and find out what I wanted to find out and figure out my path. You know, I wouldn't. So it's, it's nice. That was uh, that was very deep for uh, <laughs> for a conversation that's happening in two different days. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I think it's uh, I think it's good. Be clear with that, though. Uh, just based on what is happening and what's going on, and I mean, you wouldn't know unless you went there, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't uh, you wouldn't get the full side of story, or at least some of it, or at least some of that side of the story, right? So. Yeah, I know that the first time me and Ange, uh, we, I think the first time we left the country, we went to Belize. And that really made us open our eyes up and see how small we really were. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, everybody walks around all the time and they're like, you know, the world revolves around me. It revolves around me. I'm so important, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when you, when you get out of your little world and you see how small you are and then you can really see, you know, uh, level wise, if this was like a video game level wise, you're pretty fucking low. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I think I think uh, it's one of the best things you can do for yourself, which is like you said, Paul, like just get out of there, out of your comfort zone, open your mind and figure out what your purpose is or what 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 you're trying to do everybody needs a purpose to feel important to have drive to get to their next level but what is that level when you're stuck in a fucking box <laughs> that you're limiting yourself without even really knowing it yeah and if nothing else i sometimes feel like when we travel it makes me more grateful for everything at home mm. We That's come really here, good. yeah, we come here and we see the differences and like, it just it makes me grateful for all the opportunities that we have at home. And not saying that there's not some here, but just you think about where you are and where you come from. And some people love it way better when they travel and they end up moving. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember when I went to Poland and I was like, okay, well uh where's the shower like can i take a shower or bath or whatnot they're like oh yeah let me just start a fire (laughs) i was like wait what (laughs) oh i'm not joking they had to start a fire in the basement because that's how they heated their water and so so they started the fire and i started washing myself and then um picture a peaked roof like you know you know what that is because you you've seen my house yeah. But the tub was right up against the peak. So I literally had to bend over to bathe myself. 
Everybody Paul was is like, like six foot something. So this is that's a big deal for a guy like Paul. That is it was a big fucking deal. And I was like, if this is Poland, I don't want it. <laughs> so I mean I did I had a hotel once that was nice and they didn't have that and they had a proper fucking tub. But I mean like and also a visa oh. there in Spain. Um, tell us more about a pretty nice place but the the thing that really got me was <laughs> they didn't have air conditioning and I almost died of heat stroke too so <laughs> all those things you, you kind of look at where you live and you're like yeah I have it pretty fucking good yeah you know? I mean everyone needs to realize that if you have a cell phone in your in your hand right now you're probably you're you're more well off than majority of the population to be completely honest. You know what Paul actually when we were walking down here I shit you not we seen a homeless dude with his hat out right we tossed in some change this guy was he was on his cell phone he was yeah. on his cell phone and he had like yeah. nicer headphones than I did I was like what the fuck's going on here <laughs> yeah yeah some of those guys really know what the hell they're doing hey yeah yeah you know get off topic a little bit here there was i heard of a story of like somebody dressed up as an old lady panhandling with like a um a walker and uh then somebody watched them and they, after a while, they started walking away. They got to a spot where they thought nobody was really watching them. And they stripped down or whatever. It turns out this old lady was a dude, could walk fine, was young. <laughs> and just cashing in, man. Just cashing the money in. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's thinking outside the box. But that's kind of not the right way to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> The things you see when you travel. Yep. <laughs> what about, uh, I know you went on a cruise ship. Is that something that people should be interested in? It, I mean, it depends per person. I, I thought it was a really cool experience because, um, and so I've heard actually everyone from Saskatchewan, so I've heard from people from Saskatchewan, they really do enjoy it and they're used to it because of when you look out into the ocean, all it is is blue skies and to some people that would give uh anxiety and i mean because we are like what is it uh land of living skies yeah and so all we see is blue and it's just blue wide open skies now for some people that would freak them out and be like man (laughs) we're just lit because you can't see it's like a skyline and and the blue ocean and it's just that's all you see now i thought that was like the coolest thing ever um because you're on you're on this massive fucking boat um you're on this massive cruise ship uh with like 1500 2000 people and you're you're all just kind of doing the same thing um like just getting pampered and i mean some people shop some people get pampered some people um swim suntan some people are just gambling or they're drinking and like it's it's just a fun time i mean i went on a i went on a special time 
with uh with my family and that was new year's Mm. eve into new year's and so they Mm. actually had like four cruise ships in the middle of the ocean uh like kind of side by side like they were not super close but they were like fairly close and right when um i thought there was gonna be fireworks and stuff but since it's like a biohazard and whatever blah 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 uh, they can't do that, but they honked the fucking, they were like, that shit. <laughs> um, and like, we could literally here, we could hear the other ships just go on ham. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Actually, I have a video of it. I'll post it on our group. Yeah. I love that. I'll, uh, yeah, it's, you mean it's... like our, our group chat or are you going to post it on the Facebook uh, page? The, the Facebook I'll post page. It on... Yeah, I'll post it on our Facebook page because it was quite the experience. Just thousands of people, like a couple thousand people just celebrating into the new year in the middle of the ocean. It was quite the experience. Uh, Yeah, I think that's a good time to travel is around holidays and just get like a feel for other people's traditions because mm -hmm. you can really, really take in some culture at that time Mm -hmm. because that's like when their celebrations are happening and everyone is so welcoming. Like I've heard amazing stories about christmas in germany actually apparently they go all out and they have huge markets and it's it's a huge deal there and i think that would be spectacular it's definitely on my list nice so i'm just i'm 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 hooked on this thought of uh the the ocean and the sky (laughs) i think I think you you convinced me I want to do a cruise i thought it was a little scary because of titanic and all (laughs) (laughs) But and uh, you know I, I that's just you you sold me on that just now so <laughs> yeah no definitely give it a go like I mean I'll go with you guys but you can't I mean I believe that you can't do a cruise ship unless you're gonna get a balcony because that's yeah. the only way of doing it holy shit what like waking up I remember just waking up and seeing like just ocean. And then going out into the balcony, I saw a swordfish when I was talking to my mom, and that was like the coolest thing. That's amazing. I've, well, yeah, it was very, very cool. But uh, just changing topics a little bit, I'm just curious on what um, what kind of process do they have for um, for COVID stuff? Like you guys were talking about that's tests and very, shit. Yeah. That's very smart to talk about. Good call. Yeah, for coming into Europe, we had to get just the rapid test, which is, yeah, it's just a swab inside just the bottom of your nose. They don't do that. <laughs> Stick it in your brain test. Okay. Actually, real quick, before Ange uh, continues with that, um, oh, I found out from one of the doctors, because I've been curious, you know, I've always wanted to, to be a doctor, but, you know, life shot me down a different path. Um, it, it's interesting that uh, those tests don't actually go into your brain. They don't go anywhere near your brain. You think they would because of how far they're shoving that they up. They go there. on the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happens is, is that they stick this in your nose, right? And it actually goes to the back of your throat. Yeah. This actually goes to the back of your throat. The reason why they don't put it into your mouth, though, to get to your throat is because when you're breathing in and you're breathing out, Um, When you're breathing out, those are dead cells. So those don't work for a good test. When you're breathing in through your nose um, and going into your lungs, that's those are those are new cells, new cells. So those are still alive. Right. And they haven't died. So I thought that was just fucking amazing. Blew my mind. I was like, holy shit that I'd never even looked at breathing in that way before. 
Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we had to get a test, and each country has its own sort of limit restrictions. I think coming here was we needed a negative test 48 hours before we entered the country. And then when you get here, you have to show proof of vaccination to do anything. Like you can go to restaurants that are set up outside on the sidewalk, which majority of them are here because it's beautiful. Um, But if you want to do museums, if you want to do tours, if you want to go inside some restaurants, you have to show that. And then coming home, it's the same thing. But except for Canada is one of the only countries that requires that molecular test where they shove a thing in the back of your nose throat. (laughs) 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 The guy guy did like a swab first of our cheek and then shoved that same swab in each nostril. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdest part was, man, is he... Yeah, weirdest part was, though, is we were in a lineup, and then he just kept using the same swab on everyone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it wasn't very pleasant. No, it wasn't. Yeah, my eyes watered immediately. But I, th- I, I, think, the, I think the main part is just doing the research on the testing requirements for the hours, because I know coming here, it was 48 Ooh, hours yeah. before. And going back, it's 72 hours. And then the rapid tests take, you know, an hour to get your results. But the molecular test can take up to 36 hours. So when we were at the airport, we went today. Yesterday. Yesterday, sorry. (laughs) Your time today. We went Thursday afternoon. And uh, because our flight leaves Saturday morning, so that puts us right at the 36 hours. And there was people there that didn't realize how long this would take. And they were trying to do it right before their flight left, which obviously wasn't going to happen. There's a lot of tears. Yeah. So I think just when you're traveling during COVID, the big thing is like have everything in paper, vaccine records, tests, all that stuff to keep with your passport and know the time frames. You know, and with that in mind, I feel like there's a lot of people that just don't want to get the test. And that's fine. That's in my eyes. That's fine. I don't I can't I don't do I do not speak for everyone. But I think you if you want to travel, I mean, there's other ways to do it. If you're because I think what's happening here is everybody we're going we're going to a weird state where like everybody that we're going to have like passports. It's basically uh, I don't want to. I don't want. I was, I was going to relate this to another time in our history, but that's not a good idea. Um, You know, I think. Well, I mean, maybe you should touch on it because I mean, like how I look at it and how I see it, which is pretty scary, is that I mean, where does this stop? Yeah, you give them an inch, they take a mile, and that's what I'm saying. Is uh, it's 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 actually quite scary, and that's why. I mean, my stance is pretty strong on it, and I won't get into it. But, I mean, yeah, where where does this stop? I mean, it's it's. But my dad even said he's gotten both vaccinations. But if he needs to travel, he needs to get a different kind of vaccination. And he's like, well, shit. Like, how many things do I need to stick in me in order for me mm-hmm. to travel? And then on top of that, I need to take two tests, maybe three, to get back and forth. Yeah. You know, where does it stop? It's kind of ridiculous. Like, I was going to say there was a time once before when you had to prove, like, your religion, you know? And, I mean, is this that far from it? 
I don't know, but it's it certainly it feels is. very intrusive and very mm-hmm. like ah, like dictatorship almost. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's, yeah. it's very and mind you, obviously, to get here, we're me and Andrew both vaccinated. Uh, did we want to be vaccinated? No, hell no. Especially after seeing all the like trials and errors of these things and people freaking dying, like that's not good. But I mean, with our lives, it was like, okay, if we don't do this, then we're like stuck. And we we just not even just stuck in our own city or whatever. We're stuck financially because both of our jobs and both of our lives um, require now that requires us to to have this done. And that really ticks me off, to be honest. (laughs) <laughs> especially because like we made it through COVID the entire time without getting sick. Yeah. Just by following guidelines about staying, you know, six feet from people wearing a mask, which obviously nobody wants to do for the rest of their lives. No, <laughs> no, no. On a quick like travel side note though, it is nice traveling right now because a fraction of the people are doing it. Like when we went to the Vatican uh, St. Peter's Basilica and St. Peter's Square is usually packed with thousands upon thousands of people. And there was maybe a couple of hundred. Yeah. Like you could walk around the entire square and not be near anyone and take pictures and recordings and leisurely we- look around too. Yeah, we got to move, like we did a tour guide, but we still got to go slow and like look at everything because there was just like a small, small fraction of the people right now, which is kind of a bonus. Like if you're willing that's to very put up cool. with, yeah, if you're willing to put up with the crap to get here. <laughs> yeah, like if, there is bonus. If anyone's seen Euro Trip, which I hope so, because that movie is just it's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, if if anyone's seen Euro Trip, then you know, like the the Vatican, um, they're shoulder to shoulder in there, and that is legit how it is. Every day, the the church is making an absurd amount of money every day. What did we figure it was? Oh my gosh. It was it was something like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a day. Yeah, just from you. Wow. Yeah, and that's just one location. <laughs> that's one location, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like we yeah, need no. to own a church. <laughs> well, yeah, not to mention all the tax breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Or lack thereof. I don't think they pay taxes at all. No. So, uh, did you get pickpocketed then? No, man. Because no. nobody, because we're not shoulder to shoulder, you know. We were yeah. so afraid. We left like everything at home and everything but Angie's ring, yeah. you know, because <laughs> that we're just like, well, it's on there. Yeah. The thing's like fused to her now. It's been on there so long, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no. yeah, no, I think the social distancing has really hindered the pickpockets because I don't even think we've had anyone nearest. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you even said that there was a guy dressed up as an old woman. So that was his old gig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think their industry is doing too well right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, man, I, I, I strongly suggest, like like we've been preaching, all of us been preaching here, it's, it's very important to get outside of your box and uh, realize, you know, I, without 
without me coming off like a dick right now, I think everyone needs to realize really how small they are and not like really insignificant, but like how small you are and like realize that you can really expand a lot further than what you've probably been limiting yourself as, you know, but to do this, you need to get outside your comfort zone. Like you said, Paul, and mm. I think traveling is and, a number one way to do that. And for people in Canada, traveling in Canada is big too. Like Canada is massive mm. and very different coast to coast. Mm. So even if you're traveling within Canada, that's, I mean, that's still a definite do. We've traveled a lot west and Andrew's traveled east. I haven't done east yet, but that's something that's definitely on our list is exploring our own country. It's so big oh, yeah. and it has we, so much to offer. We have a we have a um uh, a map that we bought probably 13 years ago. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, about 13 years ago, I came home uh, like we were a lot younger then, right? <laughs> but I, I came home with uh, a map because my boss gave me an extra day off. Um, and I had, it was already a long weekend and he gave me an extra day off. So as a surprise, I came home with a map and I opened it up and I told Ange to just pick a spot on the map and we're going to go to it. And then ever since then, we, we still have this map. Anytime we go somewhere in Canada, we draw the line on there, fill it in as like to show mm. that yes we've been there and you know <laughs> ideally if there's enough time in our life we'd like to fill in that whole map dang yeah it's pretty neat i but, think so uh, yeah it's different and i feel like that's you got to set up these goals you can't just be like oh you know what uh, what these guys are saying is amazing yeah they're so right I'm going to travel one day. I'm going to do this. I'd like to do that. Pick a time. You know, we did it on a whim back then. Uh, fuck, even this time. Even now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we planned this whole trip in three days and then just left. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't make excuses for yourself. You can do anything you want to if you just set those goals up, knock them down. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great place to end it. Okay. Well, I mean, I, yeah, unless you guys had anything else to say. What about you? You got uh, you got anything else to say about that? I think we all touched on some really amazing things. But... No, I think I think we did uh, pretty well, pretty well on travel and whatnot. So. Awesome. <clears throat> well then. As everyone knows, this has been Woke When Opportunity Knocks, a Triple H production. And we thank you so much for listening. We enjoy you guys and we cherish and value your opinions. And if you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend. Paul? Thank you very much, you guys. And Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy <It's> Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of When Opportunity Knocks, a 
a Triple H production. I'm Andrew. I'm Angela. Yo, what's up? Paul Who Dice. are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul Dice. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Angela? Well, today we're going to talk about being 30 because somebody has joined the 30 Club. Who's that? Boom, it's boom, Paul. Boom, boom. <laughs> Who what? I can't hear you. I'm so old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what, what we're talking about 30s? Yeah. Well, I'm like I'm expectations, new, so. <laughs> sort of how it's going. How I is mean, it going? Me and Andrew have been in this shit for 6 months now. Shit. Man, <laughs> this has been the best. Man, I 30s for me has been uh, just a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, I just there's I you know, I found myself. I I am who I am. I know who I am. Um I know where I'm going. I feel great about myself. I feel like I'm in my prime. People take you seriously? Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah, (laughs) that's a big one. Um, Shit, man. 30s are great. Yeah, I remember my sister just had, like, so much apprehension. She didn't want to celebrate. She wasn't excited. And I was total opposite. For, like, the past three years, I was like, can I just be 30 already? Like, I'm sick of being 20. 20 20-something is, like, bleh. Over it. Interesting. Just, young and dumb, and you're not making good choices. You're young and dumb, and full of comp. That's right. Yeah. That's how we got our first kid. <laughs> well, um, I don't even know. I don't even know because it's been what a few hours. What are your well, expectations? What are you What are you hoping to accomplish in your thirties? I don't know. Everything. I actually just had a freak out. Honestly, I haven't really sat down and thought of it. But like another decade, and I'm fucking forty. Oh. Yeah, that's a scary thought, Shit man. Comes quick. But you think about how much we've accomplished this year, and then you look at how how what people are doing and what each year holds, and like how much you grow, and that's kind of what gets me off. Is like okay, and it's getting accelerated, but the time that it feels like is getting way shorter Mm. so it's 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 interesting because we keep fucking running and sprinting and the the faster we sprint the less time i feel that goes by and it's already been a year Mm -hmm. okay but i also think that like so we were just in our 20s and you're young and you feel young and everyone calls you young and then you hit 30 and it seems scary because you're getting older but then when you see people that are 40 and 50, they still do things that people do in their 20s. My mom out-partied me this weekend, and she's 50. <laughs> like, it's just like it's just like society puts these things on you. Like, I don't think anything really changes. Like, at 50, we're still going to be doing the things that we're, we want to do today. Mm. So, yeah. I, no, I hear you, and yeah. that's awesome. I, yeah, age is just a number. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what you do with it. I guess, I guess mo- majority of people, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm trying to think of majority of people, they probably think of that number and they're like, oh, more responsibility and more growing up to do. Mm-hmm. Which I think, I mean, I'll speak for us because I believe that we've taken on as much responsibility as much as we could and we keep doing that, which keep compel. Uh, catapults us further to what goals and ambitions that we want to succeed in life so i mean i think that's the 30s are bringing that on yeah Yeah. exactly right (laughs) yeah i have high expectations of 30s i wanted to buy a house 
which I did just after I turned 30. So that's nice. I wanted to before, but just after, same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then obviously get the career off the ground. Nice. So, you know, partway there. That's my big, my big 30s goals. Yeah, I guess for me, my 20s, oh man, I had, I felt like I had to grow up a lot faster than, not everyone, but uh, the most, you know, and I, Ange, I know you feel this because, <laughs> well, we had kids at 17, mm-hmm. the kids at 17 and kid, forced, uh, one kid at 17. Yeah. <laughs> one, not like this, this couple <laughs> with three twins. Three sets, of, yeah, yeah. three sets of twins, man. Oh was this it was on the news, two? yeah. How yeah. old How old were they? Does they're it all They're under, six. No, it doesn't matter. They're <laughs> all under four. Six kids under four. Could you imagine? No, but how old was the mom? Oh, I'm not sure. They looked pretty young, though. Oh, okay. I didn't read the news article. I just read Shut the headline. Up. 13 <laughs> no. years old. They well, wouldn't that like... have been ranked? Well, there would be a lot of people donating because they're yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, they looked like late twenties, early thirties. Okay, oh, but 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 anyways, sorry, where was I? Well, you were talking about for growing your 20s up fast, and growing up. Yeah. Right, right. So growing up fast, I felt like I had to to take a, uh, or sorry, I felt like I had a uh, midlife crisis at like fucking seventeen, eighteen years old. No, I remember you having a midlife crisis at like twenty five. Quarter okay. life crisis, wow. we called it. Uh, so it felt like a midlife crisis <laughs> to me and, uh, when I was, yeah, 18. And just completely, I don't know, just went on a bender. It's back when I drank. Mm. You know, That's and nice. just, I don't know, I was terrified of the future. And then the 20s came, and then I'm like, okay, you know, I can, I still have time. I can figure all this out, you know. And then 25 comes. I'm like, wow, it doesn't feel any different. Inching my way up to 30, you know, pains in my knees. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, you know, and then you get to 30 and you see these people, like you said, in their 40s. And like, I don't know about every, how everybody feels in their 30s. But for me, I'm like, fuck, man, I got this shit down. (laughs) You know, I'm like, it's just begun. And I know exactly what's up. I know exactly where everything's going, and if there's a detour of any kind, we just fix it. And that's a good point because I, I think we've we've looked at older people before, and we're like, okay, well, what can we do to make that not happen, or what can we do to improve that quality? Like, uh, I take a look at, I mean, lots of people take a look at actors and com- comedians and. Um, models and they they look at oh i wish i had their money and i wish i had their life and i mean i don't (laughs) i don't personally because it's i i love me um but yeah i'm pretty big into myself think, think, think of it think of it like how can you have something similar to them how can you have that set up well okay for money it's hard work clearly but for that body you work out and fucking make it a priority every single fucking day to Until make sure. it becomes like eating and shit. Exactly. So you're set up. And like I always looked at older people and I'm like, why the fuck are they always so crippled? Like for real though. They didn't you, treat their bodies right. Uh, yeah. To a certain degree. I mean, I know that there's some people with health and blah, blah, blah. But like we're talking about the majority of people don't work out. And they mm-hmm. don't get their heart rate up. And they don't eat healthy. And I mean, I'm, I'm a fucking, I, I do the same exact thing, but I've 
took a note and I've seen the people that have worked out consistently throughout their years. Mm. And I'm talking about 40 and 50 and 60 year olds mm -hmm. and they're mobile. Yeah. I fucking saw an, a 99 year old hopping on and off of a trailer because he always just kept moving and kept doing things. Yeah. And he was a farmer and he, he was he just loved that. Okay, there is one exception in this world to the whole aging thing, mm. and it's Paul Rudd. He just doesn't age. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> no one else has his genetic makeup. He just doesn't age. So don't even well, look at him when you're setting goals. <laughs> I mean, Paul Rudd is an amazing actor. He's just he's just awesome. Yeah, I want to meet that guy one right? day. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, where was I with the... Yeah. Yeah, I think just I, I work solved. out, keep yeah. moving, and yeah, and, yeah. you don't Eat have to age unwell. Whatever you want to do, look at the people uh, further in life than mm -hmm. you. If, if they're in a position that you want, see what they did to get there and then create your own path. Mm -hmm. um, Which you should already be doing if you've listened to any of these fucking podcasts. I mean, true. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, let's get a little serious here, huh? Okay. Let's cut the fucking shit. All right? You're turning 30. Get your shit together. All right? You got a, you got a plan? No? Get one. Get a fucking plan and stick to it. Yeah. That's what I like did for 29. Plan. That's exactly what I did at 29. Yeah. I said, I can't be fucking around drinking and yeah. doing what I've been doing this whole time for yeah, a fucking man. few years, my whole life. Right? Ever since high school. Mm -hmm. 20s are done. Like, yeah. You grow up, you got to do your thing. You got to fucking, you got to have a path. You got to have a certain direction in life on where you need to go or where you want to go. Mm -hmm. It can't just be floaty. Yeah. I know? think a purpose, man. If you don't have a purpose you're by the fucked. time you're like 30, I, I, wouldn't put, I, 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 would, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't 30. know how the rest of the 30s will go. Okay, I'm just new into this. <laughs> <laughs> but But I feel like if you don't have a purpose going into it, you're gonna just be just like steady flow of like fucking nothing, you know. Just just yeah, autopilot yeah. until it happens. I've seen people like that. Fuck, man, I was like that when my dad. Sorry to cut you up. When my dad died, when I was like 15, I, I just went on like autopilot for like 10. And I mean, you 10 do though. Fucking years, people, man. People fucking get into those spaces where they're they're on autopilot because. It's trauma, man, and it's mm -hmm. like it's hard to snap out of it almost because you're you're so focused on what happened to you, and that's a whole different podcast. Oh, but yeah. like, yeah. I think we actually talked about that with my mom and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like it, it's really sad seeing those people because they're focusing almost on the wrong thing because they're focusing on what happened to them and not what is happening to them now yeah. Yeah. or where they want to be. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's. Yeah, if if you're and older it, and you're listening to this podcast right now, we're not shitting on you by any means, but mm -mm. if if you want some advice from some younger bucks, <laughs> I, get a purpose. Yeah, get a purpose. Get a yeah. plan. Yeah. Do your shit. And we change our shit all the time Actually, to make it work for us. Man, see, I've been just, okay cuz I was thinking about that the other day. Are we changing? We don't. We don't change. We we've we, changed we level our direction. We we level up. You you. We have a a yes. We level up, but we're also changing and adapting to our surroundings. Yeah, yeah. That's we're huge. not we're not completely changing what our outline is, mm -hmm. but we're if we can't 
go in this direction, mm-hmm. we go in the different direction. Yeah, yeah you know? but like right next. To adaptable. It. Yeah. For sure. uh, okay, adaptability. That's a way better way. Instead yeah. of changing, you're adapting to your mm-hmm. surroundings for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. And I'm also pretty good at just like forgetting the past and moving forward. So. <laughs> and super humble. So humble. <laughs> so amazing, and yet so humble. Hey, we, gotta, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta be humble, right? That's right. We also have a birthday dinner to get to. Yes. So, yeah. so uh, well, cut for the you guys. shit! Get a purpose! Thanks, you guys, for a birthday <laughs> gift. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I no, can't no wait. Worries, man. I hopefully this will keep me. They got me an on-air sign, mm-hmm. um, and I really want to start doing YouTube. I really want to start it, but I'm so scared. Well, that's step one. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't even know why you're. you're uh, those, I mean, this is obviously something we can talk about after the podcast. Yeah, here, but, yeah. We'll but I mean, you it. have a fucking podcast. Yeah. You're the co-host of a fucking podcast. Yeah. You could do, thing. you could do YouTube. I know, but we're talking. And you're not an ugly dude. And we're talking you're, to one another. Well, you, we could come over and you could talk to us while you film even your better, YouTube video. Even better. Be we, we get another. Off. Be cutting me off the whole time. We get time. another TV <laughs> right here and we do we do a Zoom call. <laughs> you just mute us. <laughs> and right. then you'd be like, oh. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll just continue All this. Right, uh, yeah, let's go. Okay. We have some plans to figure out. Yeah. Okay, well, this has been, as you know, When Opportunity Knocks, a Triple H production. Stay classy. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>